Hey community, wow, it has really been a while since a podcast was released here. Wow, 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 since September of 2018. <laughs> I'm so surprised at myself that I'm even back. But either way, I was shocked when I checked the progress of our podcast and guy, 470 plays. Wow, really? I'm so excited. I have never been more grateful in my life. I want to say a very big, heartwarming, mind-blowing, most sincere thank you to each and every one of you who either shared the podcast or played an episode or recommended us to a friend. You are all wonderful, wonderful people from the depths of my heart i am so grateful and i love you and i appreciate you i want to say thank you for staying with us thank you for that you keep playing our podcast episode even while we're not recording and dropping anything new it means a lot and i must admit that it is actually a big motivation for me to continue this podcast and before we begin to talk about our topic for today's episode I would love to ask a question. How are you? How are you? How are you doing? How are you doing today? Today that you're going to be listening to this podcast, how exactly are you doing? You know, recently I got to discover that this is the question we easily lie to. It's very easy for us to lie to this question. Once we are being asked how we are, we quickly say, I'm fine. When we're actually not, you know? We just reply, I'm fine, just so that it will all pass away and put up that fake smile. But right now I'm asking you, how are you? And you can answer this question by sending in a voice message of your honest reply, right? Send in a voice message and be honest with your answer. Tell us exactly how you're feeling right now after listening to this podcast and why you're at it. Also tell us how much you've enjoyed our podcast, what you want us to improve, the topics you want us to talk about, your questions, your suggestions. We would honestly, sincerely wish to hear from you, right? We wish, we would love to hear from you so much. And um, now, let's dive into what we have for today, right? (laughs) That was such uh, a long introduction. I'm still on the introduction right now. I'm going into the part two of the introduction. Don't mind me. So, um, I want to ask another question, right? Did you grow up in a broken home as a teen or young adult? Did you? Or do you know anyone who had to go through some circumstances? Like, what was your life like? How did they live? When you experienced that broken relationship between your parents, what was life like for you? How did you live your life? How did you cope? Or how did that friend of yours cope? How did they cope with it? Were they able to bring their parents back together? Or were they able to live with the fact that your, their parents had separated? What effects did their parents' separation or what effect did your parents' separation or divorce leave on you? Again, you can answer these questions by sending us a voice message and we promise to future you. We promise to get your voice notes featured on our podcast, right? So, 
after all that after all that being said let's quickly dive into what we have for today please stay with us started to occur in my parents relationship but I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if they were having issues I wasn't sure of what was going on I wasn't sure of what was happening but I felt it and I sensed it but I couldn't ask any questions even if I asked you know the answer is going to be everything is fine everything is fine so yeah, that was basically how everything started and um, I finally got to figure it out one Sunday and on that fateful Sunday we all had to we, we all dressed for church you know, I'm a Christian so we dressed for church that Sunday we stayed with my mom I and my siblings my sister and my brother we got dressed up for church but before we were able to leave the house, my mom's cell phone rang and when she picked up the call, it was from my dad and he was shouting at her. They were having this heated argument, right? And yes, I'm from Nigeria and my dad left Nigeria when I was six years old. All this was happening six years after my dad went abroad. so. My dad left Nigeria in 2006, and this was happening in 2012, right? So, my dad and my mom, they were having a very heated conversation over the phone that Sunday morning. And before my very eyes, I think for the second or for the third time, I got to witness my mom break down and cry. She was so devastated, she was so frustrated that day that she just sat down and she started to weep. We didn't know what to do, we're just, we're just looking, I was, we're asking, mom, what's going on, what's happening, but there was no response, she was not saying anything to us, so, till today, that event is still ingrained in my heart, like, I remember every detail like it was yesterday <laughs> I remember every detail the clothes my mom was wearing it was blue a blue gown <laughs> I can never forget that and so on lots of other things the emotions the atmosphere the look on my siblings faces and a lot of that I remember everything till today and Sometimes when I think back at it, it's, it seems fresh in my mind, like it all happened yesterday. It seems like it all happened yesterday and I still remember every detail of it. So that day became the beginning of my parents' misunderstanding. That was the very beginning. 
the very day everything started and I got to find out months later after that day that my dad had asked my mom to go and remarry yes how I got to find out I'm not going to say that part but <laughs> the thing is I got to find out right I did my research <laughs> so I don't want to go into so much detail because that is all in the past now but what effect did my parents separation had on me or have on me what effect did it cause in my own life as a teen back then as a teenager back then that is what I want to share in this episode by telling you my life story my life experience what I I've been able to pass through what I went through to get here in 2021 <laughs> right so the effects wow it was a lot right I had so many effects a lot of things happened from my mindset from slight and seasonal depression to emotional instability to anxiety to hatred to anger to jealousy to pain whatever you name it just name it I felt it all I felt it all I was so sad constantly sad and I always wanted to be alone (laughs) it was so bad it was so bad especially the the very beginning when when I got to realize it when I got to find out what exactly was happening so but nobody knew this was actually what was going on with me nobody knew then so and one thing I've come to realize is that you know as teenagers and young adults we take things to extreme we allow our emotions get the best of us so that was actually my case too i allowed my emotion take over my thinking take over everything i couldn't even pause to consider i i just i went into this anger mode like i got angry at my mom i got angry at my dad my siblings my uncles and aunts everyone became an enemy and And this started, I started carrying, uh, I started having this negative mindset or a negative, I started creating this negative mental picture of everyone in my life who's supposed to love me, who's supposed to understand me. But, but then one night in school, that was in 2018, I was a freshman in the uni. I just got admitted into the university. I sat down to study. But instead of focusing on the book in front of me, my mind drifted off. My mind started to ask me questions, series of questions about my dad. Questions like, how is your dad faring? Have you ever paused to ask yourself, what, he, what is he doing right now? Where is he right now? Is life actually easy for him over there, abroad? You know, those questions started to ring in my head. And... For 12 years now, I have not seen my dad. You know, I told you he left in 20, 2006 and now I'm fast forward to 2018. I'm talking about what happened in 2018, right? So 2018 made it 12 years and I haven't seen my dad. 
I'm not saying it to sound prophetic or to get you to sympathize with me. No, far from that. I'm trying to lay a foundation of what this episode is about based on my own experience, based on my own life story. Like everything I'm telling you here happened real life, happened in my life. So that night in school, as I pulsed through, I got so overwhelmed that I started to cry. You know, when I couldn't answer most of the questions that was coming into my mind, the next thing that followed was just the tears. And I started to cry. And my spirit said to me, this is one of the things I'll never forget of that night. One of the statements I'll never forget. My spirit said to me, can you just forgive your dad? Let go of him and release yourself. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, it's not easy to forgive an offender. It's not. No matter how people or no matter what people are going to say, no matter what therapists are going to say, it takes, to me, I think it takes grace to forgive, right? It takes so much grace to be able to forgive someone who has offended you. So, my spirit said to me that day, can you just forgive your dad and let go of him? and release yourself this statement means a lot to me right and to be honest it was one of the most difficult things I've ever done to forgive someone who has hurt me who has hurt my mom who hurt my siblings as well it was not easy but as I thought harder on it I knew that I've been holding myself back you know I begin to see reasons why I should let go I begin to see reasons why I should and move forward because I've been holding on to my past and whenever you hold on to your past you are stopping yourself from moving into your future because every day you wake up replaying every moment of your past to yourself and that stops you from getting the vision that you're supposed to be having concerning your future and your future is actually brighter but because you just don't want to let go of that past then you will not be able to get what is in your future, you know? It's just like a give and take. You have to give your past to get the future. It's as simple as that, but it's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> All right, so uh, that night, I mean, the night in school in 2018, I cried. I cried so bad, and, and I prayed, and I wrote this poem for my dad, I hope he gets to read it someday though <laughs> I wrote this poem for him and in this poem the content of this poem was that I recounted every pain and hurt I had ever felt we had ever felt my mom my siblings and at the bottom of this poem from the last stanza down I started to say I forgive you I forgive you I forgive you if I list the things that he has done I say I forgive you no matter what and I kept repeating that to myself from that day henceforth and fast forward to 2020 right that was how a new Grace Francis was born <laughs> in 2020 I mean the therapy boys Grace Francis <laughs> Miss TP right so that is the new Grace Francis talking to you right now. The old Grace Francis wouldn't have done this. I know. I definitely know she wouldn't have. But because from that moment, 
since that night i i forgave my dad i felt free i'm much happier after i said that i forgive you i forgive you i forgive you i felt happier i felt more comfortable i felt relaxed i felt this inner peace within myself i felt like i i just released something for myself like i let go of this heavy this heavy bundle or this heavy load that i've been carrying for for so long for 12 years i felt free i don't know how to express it i don't know how to explain the feeling but that night like when i wiped my eyes i was smiling i was happy i i couldn't even understand why but i knew that i was happy and since then i started to see progress in my life and my life started to move forward things began to change i started to visualize my future more instead of holding on to my past all the time all right was it easy no no it was not easy it wasn't easy but the major thing there was that i did not give up right determination is everything no matter what i didn't give up um practicing that act of forgiveness i did not give up and everything was not or everything is still not rosy and smooth but the me in 2018 is not the me right now talking to you on the show definitely is not so what effects did i and my siblings have to face since our parents separated you know Okay, I'm not going to say I am my siblings. I'm just going to focus on myself. I'm just going to talk about my own point of view from the story, right? Maybe one day I'll get to feature my sister on the podcast so that she will also share her own point of view on the story. That would be nice. That would be lovely. Yeah. Yes. So the effects I had to face or the effect I had to live with they were innumerable, right? and i'll be speaking on these effects from my own experience and i know it will also be similar to that of others who are wearing these same shoes right now who their parents are separated or divorced right now listening to this podcast and um, the reason why i decided to start with this topic is because i want to share the solution the solutions and the testimonies of how I overcame with you I want to be able to tell you what I did how I did it when I did it that has helped me up to this moment and I'm still doing it some of those things right so but for now we're going to talk about the effects the effects of growing up in a single parent's home number 1 is anger you are constantly going to be angry like i was so angry i was always angry i was angry at everything i was angry at life i was angry at god i was angry at friends i was angry at uncles and aunts like every time i was angry i was never happy right so anger is one of the effects teenagers who grow up in single parents home or in broken homes find it hard to control their temper that is why most of them take rational actions without actually thinking and they later start to regret these actions it's as a result of anger anger that they were the anger that they were not able to control what came over their family you know i think that's the major cause of that anger that 
they didn't have the power to stop their parents from getting divorced and they still didn't have the power to bring their parents back together again so number two effect is lack teenagers who grew up in single home experience lack a lot i experienced lack from all aspects of life <laughs> did i say all aspects of life i didn't expect that but it's the truth okay i experienced lack in finance I didn't get as much parental affection as I needed. I experienced lack of happiness, lack of peace, lack of unity. I couldn't even I couldn't even live together with my siblings. Like they were always irritating me. I got offended very easily at them. So lack of unity too affected me. Lack of comfort. I was never comfortable. I was constantly thinking about the past and setting my mind on the things that have already happened and that brought in so many lack into my life when I could have filled my life with the things that I wanted with the things that I needed so and the third effect was social withdrawal I found out that I started withdrawing from crowds I didn't have much friends till today i still i'm still trying to overcome that i'm trying to make friends with people i'm trying to get to associate and meet others so majority of the children who withdraw from social activities or who withdraw from making friends or from interacting with others is as a result of coming from a broken home yes that's one of the reasons and another effect there is depression right from this anger to lack to social withdrawal the next thing can be depression this teenager starts to experience maybe slight or seasonal depression or even manic depression i had slight or seasonal depression my depression came once in a while uh, during a particular season or during a particular time it was not stable it comes and goes so that is one of the effects too emotional instability there is the fifth one and emotional instability has to do with the teenager being easily angered being uh you know they are too quick to cry they're too quick to lash out they are always irritable everything irritates them they can't stay in a place for too long before you know it is that you know so many feelings so many feelings i just can't explain Emotional instability, just emotionally unstable all the time. There is no one particular emotion that they can say, okay, this is how I feel right now. Whenever you ask them how they feel, they tell you they don't know. Because that's the truth. They don't actually know how they feel. Right? So, the sixth effect is anxiety. Yes, I started to have anxiety. Like, once in a while, my heart just skips out of my chest. And I'm like, oh my god. What just happened <laughs> but nothing happens right you start to experience this anxiety when you begin to think about the future when you begin to think about life ahead when you begin to look at the circumstances everything surrounding your life at that particular moment anxiety sets in the seventh effect is hatred god this was i think this was my favorite part <laughs> god i so hated my dad I used to tell my mom that I hate that I have a dad. I used to say to her that I hate my dad. But when I came to forgive him, 
I actually started to love him, you know, I started to develop and force myself to have this feeling of affection for him. So hatred is another thing. Uh, these teenagers begin to hate their family, they begin to hate their siblings, they begin to hate everyone around them because they feel that everyone would have done something to help the situation, but no, everyone can do anything, nobody can do anything to solve the problem. So it leads to anger and hatred. And number eight is low self-esteem and low self-worth. Low self-worth. I experienced this too. I couldn't stand before my peers to give a speech. I couldn't even stand to answer a question in the class because I was so shy. I just wanted to stay away from people. I just wanted to stay on my own. I didn't want anything to do with anybody. But... That is another effect, low self-esteem and low self-worth. Number nine is pessimism, negative thinking. These teenagers, they don't think straight. You, you can never paint your, you can never get them having a positive mental picture of what they want in life. They are always focused on the negative aspects of life, on the things that they were not able to get on the things that went out of their control, things they were not able to control, and so many other um, excuses and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, I also experienced this one. I wrote this list based on what I went through. I experienced pessimism so much. A lot of negative thoughts going on in my head all the time concerning my dad, concerning my mom, concerning everybody around me. I was constantly thinking negative and this negative thinking soiled my mood like I was never happy I was never satisfied with myself I was never satisfied with life and another effect is the search for acceptance right you begin to find uh, a lot of teenagers trying to join some groups and cliques just so that they feel like they belong just so that they will get this feeling that okay they are needed in a space and they are loved in that space because at home there is nobody to uh, give them the attention that they seek so they begin to seek this attention outside home that is the search for acceptance and the 11th uh, effect I wrote here is peer pressure or peer influence they start to give in to peer influence they start to listen to what their peers say more than what that single parent at home says because they feel that that single parent is a failure for not being able to keep their marriage so they look out to their friends to give them advice and they take the advice from their friends without bothering if it's okay or not you know their their prayers now have a higher influence over them which is which is not okay at all and another thing another effect i'd love to add is suicidal thoughts suicidal thoughts some teenagers used to get suicidal thoughts like you know from everything i've listed today if you know any teenager who is or any young adult who is coming from a broken home or who is going through a process of recovering from a broken marriage in the home from their parents please go closer to them be their friend be there for them they are going through a lot but they may not find it easy to tell you I didn't find it easy to share my story until recently you know I always felt that my life was or my story was the worst in the world but no 
now i decided to like share it because a lot of people are going to benefit from the solutions of how i overcame that is exactly why i'm telling you this story today and this effect today so there are so many other effects which we can't mention in this episode but in the next episode we'll look at tons and tons of solutions and coping strategies of growing in a single parent home join me again next week friday i love you till the end wow i'm so touched thank you very 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 much before you go i have a few requests to make from you number one kindly hit the favorite follow or star button on the podcast number two share your favorite episode with a family member teenager young adult friend or enemy who needs to hear it (laughs) yes i said enemy number three finally please send a voice message with your questions suggestions contributions and reviews we will love to hear from you follow us on social media at therapist community and send us a dm once you find us thank you very much for staying with us we love you peace